0: Good evening, everyone. My name is Sarah, and I'm delighted to be your host for tonight's virtual town hall meeting. Tonight I'm joined by Minister of Jobs, Economy, and Northern Development, Brian Jean, Minister of Skilled Trades and Professions, Casey Madu, and Minister of Trade, Immigration, and Multiculturalism, Rajan Sani. Before we hear from our speakers, let me start by explaining how this telephone town hall will work. You will have a chance to ask questions and share your thoughts tonight about creating jobs and growing the economy in Alberta. You can get in line to ask your questions or share your comments by pressing star three right now or at any time during this meeting. You'll be then put through to an operator who will take down your question and put you in line. I'll ask that you be reminded that tonight we have many, many people on the line and we are trying to get to as many questions as possible. If you don't feel comfortable asking your question live, you can tell the operator that you'd like to have them read it out for you and we will do that. Before we start getting to your questions, I would like to invite our speakers to say a few words, starting with Minister Jean. Minister Jean, please go ahead. Good
1: evening and hello to everybody on the line. Thanks so much for joining us on this telephone town hall. My name is Brian Jean, I'm the Minister of Jobs, Economy and Northern Development. I'm pleased to be here tonight with my honourable colleagues, Deputy Premier and Minister of Skilled Trades and Profession, Casey Madu, Minister of Trade, Immigration and Multiculturalism, Rajan Ansani. We look forward to hearing about the issues that are really important to you. And it's important that you get your questions answered. As the March job numbers show, the renewed Alberta Advantage is propelling our economy to even greater heights. Almost 2 million Albertans enjoy full-time jobs for the first time ever. The highest average weekly wages at $1,270 per week, right here in Alberta. $80 per week more than the Canadian average. Almost 40% of Canada's job growth with 12% of Canada's population. And unlike the NDP This growth comes from sustained private sector jobs growth, not increased government bureaucracy. All this with an increasingly diverse economy. And most important, you get to keep more of what you make as Alberta taxes are $20 billion less than the next closest province. This is what responsible economic management looks like, and Budget 2023 is continuing us down that path. Growing the economy is a key focus of budget 2023, more jobs, more quality education, and continued diversification in our economy. In addition, we are seeing record investments in healthcare, addictions recovery, and public safety to ensure the services you rely on are available when you need them. My ministry is investing almost $700 million in Alberta work to ensure all Albertans have the skills they need to find and succeed in their dream jobs. This funding is supporting increased post-secondary enrollment with 10,000 new seats over the next three years in priority programs such as technology, agriculture, financial services, aviation, and others. 8,300 Albertans will benefit from the 20 million training supports through the Canada Alberta Job Grant with about 98,000 jobs available in Alberta right now. Once again, Alberta is calling to help fill skilled trades technology, healthcare, accounting, hospitality, tourism, and so many more. On the heels of the phenomenal success of The Last of Us, Budget 2023 is investing $335 million, an additional $100 million in the film and television tax credit. Alberta is now the destination of choice for large-scale film productions. We are seeing benefits throughout the province in tourism, studio infrastructure, and a further diverse economy. Alberta benefits $4 for every dollar invested, and $361 million went directly to rural economies. In fact, more than 30% of approved productions will be or have been filmed in rural Alberta. I'm proud to be part of a government that recognizes that rural Alberta is the backbone of our economy. We are funding important economic development programming across the province, with $9 million over the next three years being allocated to Northern and Regional Economic Development or NRED programs. This program provides Alberta municipalities, Indigenous communities, and not-for-profit organizations with projects that promote regional economic growth and diversification. And we are providing an additional $125,000 annually over the next three years to each and every of the province's nine Regional Economic Development Alliances. Nobody knows the local economy like the local organizations and the REITAs supporting the projects, marketing, and labor attraction that your area needs. Budget 2023 makes the right investments in the economy while ensuring that the supports that you rely on here in Alberta are available. The renewed Alberta Advantage is once again establishing our province as the driving force behind Canada's economy, the province that we are all proud to call home. Thank you for your time. Good evening, everyone. I
2: am pleased to join you tonight for this telethon hall. As you may know, I have the honor to serve Albertans as the Minister of Skilled Trades and Professions. My ministry delivers programs and policies to ensure that Alberta remains a destination of choice for skilled professionals and that our progress remains a leader in apprenticeship and trades education. I want to take a minute to tell you about some of the highlights of this year's project for skilled trades and professions. When Minister of Finance, Travis State, delivered Budget 23 in late February, he demonstrated that Aboriginal economy is on a roll. He also spoke about the importance of investments that would secure Aboriginal's economic future. Right now, our province is a place of enormous opportunity and one that has a significant need for skilled labour. The 23-24 budget for skilled trades and professions increases support apprenticeship for on-the-job learning programs to nearly $69 million, which is a 7% increase over last year. This year's budget also increases the amount of funding to support adult learners by 14% to $40 million. We also see an increase this year to foundational learning programs, which are for Aboriginal seeking English as a second language training, Academic and skilled upgrading and occupational skills training. These programs will see a seven percent increase this year to 102 million dollars. Organizations that promote apprenticeship education and help students gain critical on-the-job experience will receive 36.3 million dollars in direct support under this year's budget. And there there will be 1.1 million dollars in new funding to support English language support to help newcomers from Ukraine. This year's budget will also continue to lead the country, will help us continue to lead the country and remain competitive in the global economy while building our talent pipeline throughout our province. Budget 23 provides a funding boost of $15 million over three years to the Apprenticeship Learning Grants. These grants are important for post-secondary institutions throughout Alberta that deliver classroom instruction to complement on-the-job training. The investment will fund new student opportunities in institutions based on their demand and on industry workforce data for skilled trades. In February, I was pleased to announce an additional support of $900,000 for the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology that is creating 134 new seats in eight of SAIT's apprenticeship programs. These programs are training students for a variety of careers, from cooks to crane operators to plumbers to recreational vehicle technicians. One of the priorities of my ministry, which is strongly reinforced in budget 23, is the promotion of skilled trades among young people, women, and indigenous people, with a focus on individuals and groups who have not traditionally thought about the trades as an occupation. It's a win-win for people looking for a meaningful and well-paying career and for employers who have more and more opportunities that require skilled level mm-hmm. budget 23 will maintain and increase funding for three long-standing partner organizations that empower Albertans to build rewarding careers in the skilled trades women building features careers the next generation and Skills canada abroad over the next three years we are investing 41 million dollars in these organizations as they collectively offer abundant opportunities for well-paying, high-demand work while providing employers with access to crucial talent. We are also making progress on improvement to labor mobility. Just yesterday, we proclaimed the Labor Mobility Act, which is already improving the process around recognizing credentials that newcomers have earned elsewhere in Canada, and our government is also making strides on recognizing newcomers' foreign credentials in a timely fashion to help grow and diversify our brother's economy. And through the Fair Registration Practices Act and the Fairness for Newcomers Office, we are helping to ensure that registration practices for regulated professions and trades are transparent, objective, impartial, and procedurally fair. It is an important part of our goal to make sure that men and women arrive here with skills and credentials and in other provinces and other countries can put them to work right here in Alberta as soon as possible. As we look forward, Skill Trade and Professional 2023 budget support a robust, effective and competitive workforce and an adult learning system that provides high quality education, skills and training for Alberta's futures. I am excited to see the positive impact of budget twenty twenty three and to lead the exciting work ahead. I do want to thank you for being here tonight. I look forward to your questions.
0: Thank you so much. And before I ask Minister Sani to offer some opening remarks, I just wanted to welcome everyone who is joining the event and let you know that you can press star three right now or at any time to enter the queue in order to share your thoughts and ask any questions of our ministers. And with that, I'll ask Minister Sani to please welcome us as well.
3: Thank you kindly and thank you Minister Jean, thank you Minister Madhu, thank you to all the staff who are here with us this evening who have been putting in lots of time and effort into these uh, budget town halls in the evenings. Uh, your uh, dedication is greatly appreciated and most of all, thank you to everybody who's joining this evening. I want you to know that when Premier Danielle Smith appointed me as Minister of Trade, Immigration or TIM as we like to call it, she gave me a mandate letter that clearly outlined where she wanted me and my ministry to concentrate our efforts. Her general direction was to work towards enhancing Alberta's trade infrastructure, trade agreements and trade corridors. Her specific directions included ensuring Alberta is seen as a top destination for foreign investment into Canada. Working with the federal government on significantly expanding the number of immigrants accepted under the provincial nominee program, developing new pathways for Alberta companies to directly recruit workers with key skills in technology, agriculture, construction, healthcare, and other areas of shortage, and finding solutions to Alberta's labour market shortages in key sectors. This work was to be done in partnership with other ministries, including jobs, economy and northern development, skilled trades and professions, advanced education and health. I'm very pleased to be able to tell you that we have made significant progress in those areas and I would like to give you some examples of what we have achieved. Now, we know that economic growth and job creation go hand in hand. One of TIM's key priorities is attracting high-value job-creating investments to Alberta from around the globe. Budget 2023 commits $45 million over three years to attract job-creating companies and investment to Alberta via the Investment and Growth Fund, also known as the IGF. IGF is one of the first deal-closing investment attraction programs in Canada, and it's proven to be very successful. Since its launch in fall of 2021, IGF grants have helped create over 700 permanent jobs and 2,000 temporary ones, and more than $1 billion in capital spending. That is significant. To date, for every $1 million in IGF funding awarded, over $64 million is spent in the province. IGF is modeled on other successful investment attraction programs, but it's tailored to meet Alberta's unique needs. Another tool we are using, and you may have heard of this tool, using to attract investment to Alberta is the Invest Alberta Corporation, or IAC. Invest Alberta was established as a government agency in 2020. Budget 2023 allocates $17.3 million in 2023 24 to support Invest Alberta's operations and strategic mandate. This funding will enable Invest Alberta to pursue high quality investment opportunities for Alberta and promote it as the best place to work and live. After only two years, Invest Alberta is seeing strong results, including helping investors outside Alberta commit to injecting over $20 billion into Alberta's economy. Another of Tim's programs that is worth noting is our Alberta Export Expansion Program, or EAP, as we like to call it. Budget 2023 will invest $3 million over three years in EAP. EAP's role is to provide export-ready Alberta companies and non-profit organizations with funding to explore new international markets, to meet buyers, or bring buyers to Alberta to help get their products to new markets. Investment in Alberta helps grow our economy and create jobs, and it has been creating jobs. We added 61,600 new jobs in December of 2022 and January of this year. In spite of that job creation, however, we still need to fill our key labor shortages. Right now, we have about 100,000 vacancies and we're forecasting a shortage of almost 33,000 workers by 2025 across a number of occupations, skill levels and sectors. That is one reason why Alberta must attract more skilled workers. And that is where our immigration efforts come in. One of the main tools for our economic immigration programs is called the Alberta Advantage Immigration Program, or AAIP. The AAIP provides pathways for employers to retain workers with the skills they need in key sectors, and I mentioned these earlier, and they include healthcare, construction, technology, agriculture, and tourism and hospitality. Budget 2023 includes $21 million over three years to and AAIP's ability to accept an increase in eligible applicants. It's one of the key tools that we use in government to fill these labor shortages. And in keeping with my mandate, we have successfully lobbied the federal government to increase the number of immigrants allocated to Alberta. In 2023, Alberta was granted a 50% increase from its 2022 allocation of immigrants. So what this means is that our 2023 allocation is almost 10,000 for nomination certificates. In 2024, it's just greater than 10,000. And in 2025, we are just shy of 11,000 nomination certificates. This is tremendous news. It's a significant increase. And I will have to give a shout out to my colleague, Minister Amadou, for all of his efforts in ensuring that we achieved this increase in our nomination certificates. Also, one of the reasons for our success in attracting immigrants is government's commitment to helping newcomers after they've arrived. To that end, my ministry funds, organization, pardon me, funds organizations that deliver settlement and language programs. Budget 2023 will commit to over $50 million over three years for settlement and integration initiatives, international qualification recognition support, and responses to emerging issues and newcomer needs. There is so much more that I can share about the ministry, but I just want to end by saying that we have also invested quite significantly in helping our Ukrainian temporary residents settle here in Alberta, and that work continues to be ongoing. Now I'll pause here and uh, hand the mic back to our moderator. Thank you very much.
0: And thank you to you as well, Minister Sani, and to Ministers Jean and Madhu. And for those of you just joining the event, my name is Sarah and I am your host for tonight's Town Hall. We're here tonight to talk about creating jobs and growing the economy in Alberta. And if you would like to ask a question or share your thoughts right now or any time this evening, you can do so by pressing star three and you will be put through to an operator. Now, let's get to our first question of the night. This is a question that came in from Jamie and Brooks, and has asked that be read it out loud. Uh, it's directed towards Minister Jean, so I'll go ahead and read Jamie's question. How are you helping create jobs and strengthen the economy? Thanks for the question.
1: Thanks, Jamie. Well, we're doing so many things right now. It's exciting to be part of the Alberta Advantage team, and you know, right now we have the hottest economy in Canada. We've, we're focusing on jobs in this government. Of course, we came forward with a very aggressive uh, plan, not just in budget 2023, but in budget 2022 in relation to jobs. Uh, We're working on reducing inflation. We've almost uh, invested $3 billion with Albertans that are uh, more vulnerable, that are are having a tough time right now because of inflation. And as a result, we have the lowest inflation in Canada. We're making key investments uh, with Albertans money in places that really matter. We've invested almost $3 billion this year in Calgary and and in Edmonton both, and we're making sure we work with our partners there to actually accomplish great things for the people of Alberta. And speaking of great things, we're keeping our taxes low. That's right. In fact, one of the best things we can do for inflation and to make sure people can afford things is to reduce their taxes, especially taxes like fuel that are on everything. So we've made sure that that fuel tax is reduced in a permanent fashion. As well, we're continuing to remove red tape doesn't matter where it is in government but we find that sometimes things are a little bit more complicated than they need to be and as a result of that we've saved albertans more than two billion dollars on red tape reduction we're making sure that uh, expanding our post-secondary enrollment with more than ten thousand new seats over three years in priority programs such as technology agriculture financial services aviation and others we know how important it is for albertans to be able to learn in alberta and we want to make sure we focus them on that an additional 20 million in funding over four years through the Canada Alberta Job Grant to help 3,800 individuals upgrade their skills. And finally, a $12 million investment allowing more Albertans with disabilities to find meaningful employment. But truly, Jamie, this is an important topic, and we're trying to do everything we possibly can to keep Alberta's economy strong so that people can have a dream job in their dream place.
0: Thanks so much, Minister. And for anyone who's just joining and wants to ask a question or share their thoughts, you can do so right now or at any time by pressing star three. I'm going to move along to our very next question, which is directed to all three ministers this evening, and it comes from Gary in Pincher Creek, and Gary has asked that I read this for him. What is your government doing to address labor shortages? Um, Minister Jean, oh, Minister Madu, why don't we start with you? Thank you.
2: Uh, thank you uh, so much, uh, Gary, for your question. Uh, and uh, I do want to echo uh, your question, that that is a very important question. Uh, Obviously, what we hear today from employers is labor shortage. Our economy is booming. Uh, people are moving to Alberta from all over the country and all over the world. And just yesterday, I, as Minister of Skills, Trade and Professions, proclaimed the Labor Mobility Act. That will make it easier for anyone who has already been licensed in anywhere in this country to move to Alberta and be licensed to practice a professional with ease. We are attracting uh, foreign professionals from all over the world. They are coming to Alberta because Alberta is booming. We are working with our secondary institutions. We are working with our industry partners. We are working with employers to make sure that we're expanding seats in post-secondary institutions to train the workers that we need. We are also making sure that we are working with the federal government uh, to make it easier for people to be able to come here. Budget 23 also allows an additional $15 million over three years for the apprenticeship learning grant, which will allow us to increase apprenticeship seats at post-secondary institutions across Alberta. The My ministry's budget also provides $10.3 million over three years for innovative apprenticeship initiatives. So we are doing everything we can as a government and from my ministry's perspective. Thank you so much.
3: Hi. Thank you, Gary. Thank you for that question and certainly we know that labour shortages are a critical issue across the province, particularly in our rural communities. and. That's why I'd like to you know, focus more on on the one tool that is in my ministry, and that's our immigration program. And in my opening comments, I had mentioned that we have received a significant increase from the federal government in terms of nomination certificates, which means that we can actually nominate more people who want to immigrate to this country to actually come straight to Alberta. Now, I've made a couple of uh, key changes to this program as well. In addition to having more numbers that we can bring in, we do have a healthcare workers pathway that we just designed recently because we know that we have a severe shortage in, in the healthcare workers. And what that means is that people who are outside of this country and want to come to Canada and have the qualifications to be able to practice readily right away in the province, they have a pathway now to be nominated directly through our Alberta Advantage Immigration Program. There are also a number of changes that I made to some of our rural programs, like the Rural Renewal Stream, which um, now allows for communities to be designated without requiring an endorsement letter. And what that means is that it's going to attract investment into the area. And that will also bring with it uh, qualified labour. There is a number of other initiatives that I've undertaken in the immigration portfolio that should tackle these labour shortages. And uh, certainly, as Minister Madhu said, we are seeing a lot of migration into the province. We haven't quite tackled the issues with the shortages as of yet through migration. But I do believe some of these tools that I've discussed should help. And I, I do want to actually talk about uh, my time in transportation because one of the items that was brought up over and over again when I went out to various communities, including Pincher Creek, was the lack of truck drivers. And I know that there has been significant efforts made uh, within that portfolio. And certainly I did that when I was there to make sure that we are encouraging more people to get into this profession, to get into this industry with uh, driving back to work grants and some other initiatives. So. No, I'll, I'll just stop there, but again, there are a number of uh, efforts being made in government to tackle the labour shortage, and I'm sure that Minister Jean has some comments to offer on this subject as well.
1: I sure do. Thanks, Gary, from Pinter Creek for the question. What a, what a great question right now, because can you imagine that right now there's 100,000 jobs in Alberta waiting to be filled? That means that people have the opportunity to pursue their own dream and their own jobs. That's why... You know, part of our mandate was $640 million for the Alberta Work program, which obviously gives people the opportunity to upgrade their skills. But more than that, we're bringing people in from outside of Alberta. And that is called the Alberta is Calling campaign. We were so successful after the last time we did it, which was in the fall of last year. In fact, so successful that we had 92,000 people come to Alberta. That's right. 92,000 more people called Alberta at its home because we went to places like Toronto and Vancouver telling people about the great advantages of living in Alberta, like low affordable housing uh, and high wages. And, and of course, as a result of that, we had great success. And I think that's the highest migration we've ever seen into Alberta. The interesting part about that was two-thirds of those people are from outside of Canada. That's right. And I think that's why Alberta's economy continues to grow and diversify, creating jobs across industries and throughout our province and we've got another phase that started and that that phase is now hitting cities such as london windsor sudbury in ontario and cities across atlantic canada and we're just telling them the facts you know the facts that if you're from alberta uh you can make
0: twenty five
1: thousand dollars more on average median income than a family in prince edward island twenty two thousand more than somebody in nova scotia or even seven thousand dollars higher than ontario and you sell your house in ontario and you can uh, buy three or four in alberta and People want to know that kind of stuff. And when we tell them that, they're going to come to Alberta and fill those jobs. And isn't it exciting to be in that situation where we have more jobs than we have people? And we're working on it every single day to make sure that it it changes. But it's a great place to be as a province.
0: Thanks so much, Ministers. And just a reminder for anyone who's just joined the call or um, has forgotten, you can press star 3 right now or or at any time to join the queue and ask your question live. Our very next caller is going to be um, Justin from Lethbridge. And Justin has asked to um, read his question live on the line. So, Justin, go ahead. Your line's open.
1: Hi. Um, So, I'm 23. I live in Lethbridge, Alberta,
0: here. And... Even with my family being a three-person income household, we struggle to make basic bill payments and everything. What's your guys' plan to help
1: Canadians? Because I understand you guys are here to help the foreigners. Yes, I embrace them. But what about the Canadian citizens that are struggling
4: to make ends meet?
0: Thanks, Justin. Uh, Minister Madi, why don't you start us off on that one? Thank you.
2: I am going to start, and then I will let my colleagues weigh in as well. Uh, Justin, uh, thank you so much for... For your question, uh, there is no uh, there is no doubt that our are struggling right now. Uh, you know, as ministers, we hear that from all corners of our province, and the story you just said about your own family, I think, confirms that. What we have done, at this point in time, we have put in place a 2.4 billion dollars in affordability measures. A 600 dollars to most eligible families will benefit from that. Them. We have also eliminated the deferred tax completely. It's so a 14 uh, cents, a little because that we have eliminated to help struggling families in our province. Um, Justin, we are growing our economy. We are making sure that we have job opportunities so that people can find those who are not working right now or out of job can find employment. But not just employment that pays the bills right now, but opportunities to earn even higher incomes and growth in their careers. We are making sure that we pursue robust robust economic policies so that there is opportunities for everyone. We are investing in our people right here in our world. As Minister of Skills, Trade and Professions, myself, I'm Mr. Nicolaides, the Minister of Advanced Education, have been expanding seats in our post-secondary institutions uh, to make sure that our persons from all walks of life, from ethnocultural communities, from indigenous communities, from vulnerable uh, communities, from people who are underrepresented in the workforce or people who were otherwise not interested in their skill trade, We're making sure that they have opportunities to attend post-secondary institutions to get a degree, um, get certification, and get work. So, as Mr. Jean rightly said before, last year, we began the investment of a record $604 million in the Alberta at Work initiative. We are working with all of our partners, institutions, industry, and the federal government to make sure that this place is still going to be the land of opportunity. So, I know that a lot of people are still hurting, and that is why we are laser-focused on making sure that life is affordable for Albertans. Uh, we are not naive about all of this, and we are working hard. And I look forward to working with my colleagues and the premier and all of my government officials to be, to make sure that we end that we find solutions for Albertans who are in need. With that, Mister Jim.
1: Yes, uh, we're doing everything we can to make sure that Albertans keep more of what they earn. And I would just remind everybody on the call that Albertans in businesses. Would pay over twenty billion dollars more if we were in any other province. That's right, twenty billion dollars more, and who pays that? Well, we all do. So we're keeping taxes low, and we're making sure that the services stay high, and we're doing everything we possibly can to fix whatever we can right now because some things are not working perfectly. But what is working well? Well, we have the lowest taxes for you that uh, anybody has in the country. We have low red tape, and we've got a you know the highest marks in the entire country from the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses. We've got a can-do Alberta spirit like no nobody else has in the whole country. And we make sure we encourage that here as a government. We have comparatively low housing costs, and we're even looking at building more affordable housing and making sure that we have treatment spaces for those people that need them. And those are all things that combine to make a better economy because we make people's lives better. We have the incredible sceneries in Alberta that are fantastic, and we want to keep it that way so that people continue wanting want to come here. And that's why the film industry is coming here, and that's why so many others want to come here. So I would say that that, along with what Minister Madhu has said, uh, keeping a highly skilled workforce and, and making sure that those people that needed the hand up from the government gets that. The $2.3 billion in affordability payments that just came out recently, and that's going to, you know, everybody with a child gets one, uh, $100 a month times six months. And that really helps people with groceries when they're uh, dealing with the cost of fuel and the cost of food that's gone up so much. We're making sure that other vulnerable Albertans uh, get the help they need to, and that's why we have the lowest inflation rate in the entire country. That matters, and the Alberta government is doing that by keeping fuel taxes and eliminating those, um, making sure that the, the PSD is is not anywhere near us, and keeping taxes low generally, and making sure that we continue to have the highest wages in the country. And we're doing exactly that.
3: Oh hey Justin, this is Rajan. Minister Sani here. I was just uh noting that I think you had mentioned you're twenty-three years old and I know that uh, this affordability issue is actually impacting all Canadians and, and you had pointed that out. And I'm not going to repeat what my colleague said about uh the more than two billion dollars of investments in the affordability package, because um I mean that's been widely shared with Albertans across the province, and I and I hope you are eligible for some of those Relief measures, but I do want to ensure you assure you rather that uh, you know when the inflation rates are coming down, the economy is quite strong, and when our economy is strong, there's so many more opportunities for employment and investment, and just that multiplier impact of having money in the economy is actually good for everyone. And uh and so the situation that we're in right now with this uh the affordability issues is it's all over the country, but Alberta has done more than any other jurisdiction to help its citizens with these issues. And we have the lowest fuel rates here in this province. So even though it's tough and and you're young and you've got uh, you know, so many things to look forward to, it will get better. Um we're already seeing those markers, those economic markers that are very evident. And we're seeing more evidence of people actually doing better through this affordability issue. And, uh, you know, the future is really bright. So just keep that in mind. And if you have any ideas or anything specifically you want to discuss on the affordability side, like if you're a student or if you're working or anything particular in your particular household, don't hesitate to send us some feedback or get in touch. Because we always want to hear from Albertans. We always want to know what's happening in their households and how we can help. Thanks,
0: Justin. Thanks again, ministers. Our next question comes from Mesh in Calgary. Please go ahead. Your line is open. Um,
1: first of all, thank you so much for putting this
4: um, forum together. My name is Mesh. I'm calling from Calgary. My question is, you know, I when I say there are so many jobs in Alberta, I'm curious to know the kind of job that is available for people to do. I'm going to use myself as, a, as an example. I'm very learned. I have a degree, and I, I, I worked in the UK before I came to Canada. I went to Queen's University. I got my MBA. I have key set. To get a job in Abara is very difficult. Right now, I work for the government of Yellowknife because I couldn't get a job in Canada, I mean, in Abara. So I'm just curious to know what kind of job is actually available in Abara. Thank you.
2: Uh, thank you so much. And, uh, Mesh, I'm going to uh, begin, and hopefully uh, my colleagues may want to weigh in as well. And 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 thank you for your question, Mesh. Uh, there is no doubt that uh, there are still people who are still struggling to find employment, even with the more than 100,000 vac- job vacancies that exist right now in Alberta. I believe that, I mean, you have to believe that there are 100,000 vacant jobs right now, that employers are looking to fill in our province. Now, what I would say to you is this. I think that one of the things I like about life is hope and hard work. And I'm glad that you are still looking for a job in Alberta and I'm glad you are in Calgary. Calgary is our commercial city. I want to assure you that this government is working hard every single day to make sure that every single Aboriginal who wants to work find a good paying decent job. There are jobs in the construction sector. There are jobs in the film and television sector. There are jobs in the manufacturing sector. There are jobs in the technology sector. I I think that I would ask you to to continue to uh, use government websites There are websites out there that post about the available jobs in in Alberta. Uh, There are recruiting agencies across the province that are looking for uh, uh, highly qualified workers, employers looking for them. Uh, So, uh, you know, just uh, this morning, I think it was Dr. Toombs that posted about the inflation rate in Alberta here being the lowest compared to other other jurisdictions. That is doing part to the policy that we have pursued, we apply the same lens to jobs. We know that even in a hot job market, there are still going to be people who are having a hard time to find employment. That and that is why also we are making investment mesh in job training skills, giving people the resources to be able to upskill or reskill their, I mean their skills for better job opportunities. So I look forward to you finding the type of employment that you are looking for right here in Alberta.
1: Mash, uh, so glad to have you here and, and welcome. It's unfortunate and I sympathize with you uh, looking for a job right now in this marketplace. I will tell you that, uh, you know, keep working, keep looking at it. Congratulations to Alberta, though. We have 2 million people working right now in Alberta, the most people that have ever worked here. Our labor force, including part time, is 2.4 million. Uh, that's amazing when you consider that our labor force participation rate is 70% and our employment rate is 65.9%. Now, just that's amazing because both are the highest in Canada. But we're not stopping there. We're going to make sure we can do whatever we can to help people find jobs and match people with the skills. Alberta Work, as part of that investment in the new and existing programs, is to uh, get in-demand skills that will support economic growth and attract investment now and in the future. And as part of that, the program is funded through this initiative are the training for work programs. Which support people receiving income supports and underrepresented groups that could include women, persons with disabilities, Indigenous people, and newcomers to Canada. So, we specifically designed this program to help the people that are underemployed sometimes, uh, as no fault of their own, to find employment and to find the skill set or to upgrade their skill set to find that employment need. So, welcome, and uh, let's hope you can find a job right away and get to work. Thank you so much.
3: Hi Mesh, I'm just gonna weigh in here as well. And you know, your story is the story of so many other newcomers and, and people who have been living here for a long time. It's uh there's uh so many job vacancies, but it's hard to penetrate that market and actually find something, and sometimes it's because of um for credential recognitions or or other barriers. But I do want you to know that what my colleagues had mentioned earlier about all of these resources on the Alberta government website. Um, They are there. You should definitely take some time to peruse through some of those Alberta supports that are available because you will find that there's lots of programs that are available for job seekers. And without really knowing your personal circumstances and and your background, other than what you shared, there are a number of agencies in Calgary, like the Centre for Newcomers, Calgary Immigrant Women's Association, Immigrant Services. These are all organizations that you might want to um, contact and just to find out more about what their offerings are. It's an opportunity to get to know the folks who work there and uh, it's a little bit of a a networking opportunity as well. But I think it's important for you to, you know, reach out if you haven't already because uh, there are ways that these organizations can point you to more resources or potential job opportunities. So, those are some of my recommendations for you, but please do look at our government website under Alberta supports and Alberta works. There's lots and lots of resources there for employment. Thanks, Mesh, best of luck and best wishes.
0: Thanks ministers. And thanks for those great great questions so far. If you're just joining us or you would like to have an opportunity to share your thoughts or ask a question to any of the ministers tonight, you can do so by pressing star 3 right now or at any time on your phone. I'm moving on to our very next question. This is for Ministers Jean and Madu, and it comes from Lisa in Medicine Hat. She's asked that we read this question out loud for her. What kind of jobs can be created for women in their 50s? Um, there's No one seems to want to hire women of this age. Is there something in the trades or any other skills? Thanks, Lisa.
1: Thank you so much, Lisa, for asking. I'll just tell you that through my ministry, we just recently made a grant to a Calgary agency to create programs to retrain women over 50 for new careers. This agency is called Higher Landing, and I would suggest you reach out to them. They've actually got a grant for $3,000 per person for a 12-week training program for women. And uh, I think you should also take a look at uh, some aviation opportunities that are out there, elevate Aviation is uh, also training women in careers, and uh, you know there's a lot of opportunities out there, and thank you for asking that, but please get in touch with my department if you need any further information, but uh, higher landing would be a good one for you to get in touch with. Uh, thank you, Minister Jane, and thank you, Lisa, for
2: your question, an important question. I can tell you that from my ministry's uh, perspective, the Ministry of Skills, Trade and Professions, we work with three key partners that are focused on creating opportunities for women and other uh, underrepresented groups the first of that group is careers the next generation we have women building features and we have skills canada Alberta. we are investing a record of 22.8 million dollars to Careers to the next generation we're investing 7.5 million dollars over three years with women building features. and we are investing seven million dollars uh, with respect to skills Canada Alberta, and we are, We also have programs called the Community Adult Learning Program. What this program does is that it helps people who need foundational um, skills or who needs help sharpening their skills. Uh, for other opportunities in their midlife to find rewarding um, careers. In budget 2324, we are investing approximately $19 million in this program. It provides annual funding to 80 unique organizations to serve both urban, rural, and remote communities, including indigenous communities, to support foundational learning opportunities. So I can assure you that the government of Alberta. Understand that oftentimes uh, women are at a disadvantage, and that is why, as Minister of Skill Trade, I have made it a priority to expand the opportunities for women who are interested in the skill trade. We are expanding seats in our post-secondary institutions, the technical, the technical colleges. There are twelve of them across the province, and uh, there are also other organisations that help women find employment. And so, uh, my minister will be more than happy to. Uh, To uh, um, touch base with you, If you if you have further questions, there are people in my ministry who will be able to help with that as well.
3: Well, everyone, I feel like as a woman in my 50s that I have to comment on this question, even though I wasn't specifically asked. I will just reiterate what my colleague said about the number of organizations that have received government funding to actually help women um, enter the labor force or retrain or reskill. And I know Minister Madhu mentioned Women Building Futures. Uh, I believe Minister Jean mentioned Elevate Aviation. There's also an organization called Sheik Geek, which has received funding to help women actually retrain in STEM careers. And there are a number of organizations that will actually do that. Alberta Women Entrepreneurs has received funding as well, so there is a wide variety of civil society organizations that have received government funding for this very reason to help women's economic recovery and I would certainly be happy to provide more information provide a detailed list of some of these civil society organizations, if you want to get in touch. Whoever asked this question, uh, we'd be happy to provide more information. Such an important question because we know that women's economic recovery was impacted greatly by the pandemic and I want to assure you to everybody who is listening that the government of Alberta has done some groundbreaking work in this regard. Thank you.
0: Thanks ministers. Moving along to our very next question. This is a live question from Anu in Calgary. Anu, go ahead. Your line is open. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello? Hi, go ahead.
3: Uh, yeah. we
0: can hear you. Go ahead. Hi, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, uh, so uh, my question is, uh, I'm an immigrant from India, um, and I'm now Canadian citizen. Um, so I'm having a very hard time uh, getting a job. Um, so I don't know what is the gap or like I send resume, uh, is it going to the hiring manager? Um, like I'm still looking to get placed, uh, in the job. Um, so will you be able to help me?
1: Well, you're an Albertan. So yes, of course. In fact, I will tell you that the Alberta work funding, all of it is for Albertans to find jobs. And what I would recommend you do, and all listeners that want to have an opportunity and they're having difficulty finding a job, or maybe they want more information on how to do a resume or to find a job, please go to alberta.ca and search for job planning. There's a huge page with lots of details on jobs and how to get jobs and job training in specifically. And if you match your questions with what it's available which is extremely likely it's a good chance that you'll find some training for you under the alberta work program and uh and listen how huh? we would be excited for you to get a job in fact that's exactly what the government is doing right now is investing in albertans to make sure they can find better jobs with more skills and more uh satisfaction it's all about quality of life and this government is delivering that as a smart and caring government
3: Hi, Anu. This is Rajan, Minister Spani. Where do you live?
0: Calgary, Alberta.
3: Oh, you're in Calgary. Okay. Yeah, and, and again, I had mentioned this earlier that sometimes, uh, you know, many people have this issue. They're applying, they're putting out their resumes, they're having interviews, but they're just not getting that job. And I just want to supplement what Minister Jean said about really checking out our Alberta government websites because there's so many resources there that will help you, you know, with resume skills and interview skills. And you should actually talk to somebody there to describe what your experiences are so they can understand how they can help you further. But I also want to say to you that there's lots of organizations in Calgary that you might want to reach out to that you can you can actually go to their office and sit down with them and describe your experience. And they can help you work through it to try to understand, you know, where the gaps are. And I mentioned these organizations before, and I know you said you're a Canadian citizen. and You can still go there, but it's organizations like the Centre for Newcomers, Immigrant Services, Calgary Catholic Immigration Services, um, Calgary Immigrant Women's Association, uh, TIEs, the Immigrant Education Society. All of these organizations have a mandate to help people find employment, especially people who haven't been here for that long, so I would really encourage you to um, maybe look up these organizations and set up an appointment. And I guarantee you that that you'll get the help that you need. And and I really hope that you you find your dream job very soon. Thanks, Anu.
0: Thanks again, ministers. Our next question comes from Ali in Calgary, and I'm going to ask Minister Sani to respond first to this, and the others to uh, supplement as needed. Um, Ali has asked that I read this question, so I'll go ahead. How are you growing international trade?
3: Well, thank you, Ali, for that question. That is part of my mandate, is actually to focus on international trade and At the outside, in my comments, I had talked about uh, a crown corporation that resides uh, under my ministry. It's called Invest Alberta. They have a very defined mandate to attract international investment. So the work that they do is actually to go out to international jurisdictions and talk about the Alberta story. You'd be surprised at how many people don't even know where Alberta is, and yet We are also a magnet for investment at the same time, but we can do some more work. So Invest Alberta is actually mandated to do that, and uh, they've had tremendous success. So Minister Jean and I also recently had the opportunity to travel to South Korea, and while we were there, we made some significant progress in... Um, creating some interest in Alberta as a destination of choice for investment. So those kinds of trips to other jurisdictions, again, to tell the Alberta story, are also very advantageous in trying to bring investment back into Alberta. And, of course, we're working on trade agreements all the time with the federal government. The federal government is the one who negotiates trade agreements with other jurisdictions, other countries across the world, but we always make sure that we have a significant presence or try to at those tables where trade negotiations are undertaken to talk about Alberta's value proposition. So there is a lot of work that's done through my ministry on international trade development, but I know that Minister Jean's department also does uh, quite a bit of work in this area as well. And So maybe I'll hand it over to him to, to supplement my answer.
1: Well, I think you've done a great job there, Minister. Uh, that trip to Korea was amazing. We left with a couple of things in mind and uh, to do in Korea. And when we came back, we realized that there were so many more things that we could do. And we had discussions with uh, manufacturers of steel about how we could make green steel in Alberta and be competitive with the rest of North America and feed the North American market, how we could have green hydrogen, um, how we could do other trade things like food products, believe it or not. they uh, They care about beef and we have the best beef in the world. And we talked to them about how we can get beef there and how they could possibly move some opportunities for fresh products back to Alberta. We also talked about energy opportunities and, um, you know, it's it's trips like that, conversations like that, that get us on the radar. I believe on three of the five things we talked about, we weren't even on the radar of South Korea. Now we are. And the truth is the hydrogen uh, conference that was here in uh, Edmonton and that uh, was the largest one in North America had some representatives from South Korea there as a result of our trip. And we want them to participate and bring their technology here because that's how we make sure that Alberta is the best place in the world to live and we're competitive and we have the best technical opportunities going forward.
0: Thank you so much, ministers. And thanks for the great questions that are coming in. Moving right along to our next question. This is a live uh, live question from Tolu. Tolu, go ahead, your line is open.
4: Yeah, good. uh, Good day. Um,
2: I'm Tolu from Calgary. Thank you for this opportunity. I just want to ask ask a quick question. What are the like the steps or incentives that are being made to make like a Calgary a tech hub like Ottawa, so we can
4: have more tech attractions coming into Calgary and there'll be more tech jobs in Calgary.
1: That's my question. Well, it's Minister uh, Brian Jean here and thank you so much for the question. I think the one thing that we can give them here is that they'll pay a lot less taxes in Alberta, not only to live in the land of the strong and the free, but they will be able to take more money home and pay government less. They'll have lower taxes, no PSD, low red tape, which means they can get things done when they want to, especially businesses that have technical components to them. We have uh, incredible low affordable housing here in Alberta that will attract a lot of companies. And of course, the Alberta lifestyle, the beautiful scenery, those are things that people value for their employees. And we have a highly skilled workforce and an incredible university uh, program here. At some of the different universities around Alberta, some of the best educational programs in the world. And that's, uh, that's for sure some of the things that we need to do to we make sure. One of the examples of some of the other programs we've done is uh, IBM is creating 250 jobs in tech. And, IT. and we're helping companies like that get better IT, and they're doing that in Calgary, and we're excited about that. We have many programs with, uh, with technology at its heart, and we're looking at many other opportunities. That's why venture capital is the highest it's ever been, $729 million last year, and that was a record from the year before, which was a record from the year before that. So our economy is red hot. Some people may not have found jobs yet. That's unfortunate, but we have the largest participation rate in Canada, and we're making sure that your skills match the jobs or the jobs match the skills. And that's truly what a good government will do, and that's what we're doing, because we care and we're being smart about it. Uh, and so, Lou, if I may,
2: very quickly, from my ministry's perspective, um, I don't tell you in my opening remarks that we just proclaimed the Labor Mobility Act. And what that will do, not just for uh, professionals uh, who are in other provinces who have always been looking to come to Alberta, it will make it easier for them to come down here. Also, for for many of the information technology companies who have always been wanting to take advantage of our lowest tax jurisdictions, it, this act will make it easier for them to be able to move their employees, their skilled workers. Uh, to Alberta to find employment here. So I know there's still more to be done. I can assure you that this government is very much prepared and looking ahead to making sure that this is a destination of choice for anyone in the tech sector or looking to come to Alberta to fulfill their dreams. But thank you for your question.
0: Thanks again, ministers. And for anyone who's just joining or who has left and come back, if you would like to ask a question live, like Tolu just did, you can do so by pressing star three on your phone, and we would be happy to put you into the queue. Um, if you would like to have your question read aloud, we can also do that. The next question comes from Paul in Calgary, and he's asked for me to read this, so I will do so right now. I'm a sole proprietor and I want to expand my business. Is there any help? Is there any hiring grants to help? Sorry, so that's, are there any hiring grants to help? And thanks, Paul, in Calgary for that question.
1: Thanks, Paul. Brian Jean, Minister Brian Jean here. Uh, The first thing you need to do is uh, go to Alberta.ca and search up small business resources. And I think what you do is you find uh, an opportunity to Look at the Business Link or the BizConnect services, and uh, that's an opportunity to help you with businesses get the the help they need. And some of it is including coaching, mentoring, and information like that, or some of it is actually like the Canada Alberta Job Grant, which provides grants to Alberta employers to train their workers and the skills needed for their businesses to grow and uh, diversify. Now, that program was a very successful program, and the government of Alberta is continuing to invest uh, 776 million over four years through the Alberta at Work initiative to help Albertans develop new skills and grow their careers. And, and of course, uh, Alberta has expanded the Alberta Advantage Immigration Program to help employers address labor shortages and to attract entrepreneurs to Alberta. I know it's tough as a small business person, especially as a as an entrepreneur um, and a proprietor. And uh, you know, we do have some successes uh, providing. Supports for small businesses, but please go into alberta.ca and search for small business resources, small business grants, and opportunities like that. It will be helpful.
3: Hi, Paul. So, uh, without really knowing what your organization does, I, if you are interested in export opportunities, I know within uh, trade, immigration, and multiculturalism, we have a program called. EAP. It stands for the Alberta Export Expansion Program, and there's grant funding available to help organizations explore new international markets. And uh, so if that is something that your organization does, please do look up this program. There's lots of funding. It was about $3 million over the next three years, and it's highly subscribed. And uh, the people who have taken advantage of this program have uh, actually said it's been very successful for them in terms of Um, entering new markets and bringing buyers and sellers uh, together to look at different product offerings. So, again, it's the Alberta Export Expansion Program. Thanks, Paul.
0: Thanks again, Ministers. Our next question comes from Lance in Lethbridge. Lance, go ahead. Your line is open.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I'm a newly graduated teacher from the University of Lethbridge down here, and uh, I'm actually a career and technology focused teacher. My question is: How are we preparing high school students to enter the workforce in skilled jobs?
2: Uh, Thank you so much, Lance, for your question, and congratulations on your on your graduation from the teaching uh, profession. Um, your question is is critically important for the future of our province, Lance. We want every young person uh, who have gone to school in our province to remain in our province to contribute to our province's future and success. And I do want to assure you that as a government, we are doing everything we can uh, to make sure that we grow our economy. I have always said, Lance, that this is the land of opportunity. Uh, this is a place where people from all over the country and around the world come to look for opportunities so it is critically important that we make sure as a people and as a government as a society that all of our young graduates find rewarding careers right here i don't want you or anyone else who graduated who's from albera a school in albera to leave our province because we need you guys here Uh, to to develop and and enjoy our province. Some of the things we have done, uh, you know, Lance, is we have reduced taxes on job creators, on employers. Alberta have the lowest tax jurisdiction in this country and the 44 US states uh, combined. Uh, You know, we are attracting investors, uh, we are attracting uh, people to come here and invest from all over the world. What that does is when they come here and do well, they hire our people. We are eliminating red tips in virtually every sector of the Alberta economy. In, in municipal, working with our municipal partners to make sure that there are opportunities for our young graduates in, right here in, in, in Alberta. So I know there's a lot more to be done, but last this is a place where 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 you graduate from, and we want you to find rewarding careers right here. Your government have got your back, and we will do everything we can to make sure that we keep our young people right here.
0: Thank you so much. Thanks again Ministers and thanks Lance for that question and if you would like to ask a question live like Lance just did you can do so by pressing star 3 and we would be happy to add you into the queue. Our very next question is coming in from Benji in Calgary, uh, Benji go ahead your your line is now open.
4: Hi my name is Benji from Calgary, uh, I do have a construction business and um uh, we, we I wanted this, there's so many projects that's coming into the pipeline and I wanted to um, to um, expand but the problem is uh, in order for us to bring in more people um, we need funding and uh, just to a uh, capital to uh, to evolve. Um is there any program that actually can help us out uh, just to bridge the capital and Something like that. Uh, we tried. Uh, I even hired someone to look at for the funding, and uh, looks like we don't have a lot to uh, to get it. So I don't know if there's any other program from Alberta government to help us out. Uh, thank you, Ben uh, G,
2: for for your for your question. Uh, and there is no question that we want. Uh, small business owners in our Al- in our to expand their businesses to scale up their operations because it is in so it is in so doing that you are able to hire more Albertans to work. Uh, with respect to um, financial support for small businesses looking to expand their operations, you know the provincial government ha- have a, subsidi- a, a subsidiary of. Of, of the government called the AT, ATB is a crown corporation it, it, they, with a mandate to provide support to small businesses, provide them with loans at a much more reduced interest interest rate. So I would ask you to reach out to ATB uh, to see what type of packages they have for small businesses that are looking to to expand their the operations or scale up their the, I mean their company. The, the second point I want to make, Benji, is, you know, we also work with companies. Um, Minister Jean, as, uh, earlier on, was talking about the $600 million in investment uh, uh, to, uh, with the Alberta at Work uh, program. Uh, we work with employers. We work with partners, small, small businesses like yourself in the construction industry to make sure that you have support to hire the workers that you need, and not just the workers that you need, but the trained and skilled workers that I mean, that you need. I will ask, I will urge you to reach out to, uh, to Mr. Jean's office or my own office to see how we can figure out how best to help you. So I hope this is um, helpful to you, Benji,
1: but I, hopefully Mr. Jean would like to weigh in as well. Thanks, Benji, and I uh, actually owned a construction company for some period of time, and I, I know it's tough with ups and downs of our economy here in Alberta. Uh, that's why the government of Alberta is trying to stabilize that and make sure that we have enough money to invest in, in supports for training for Albertans on a continuous basis. And uh, you know some of the things we've got besides the Alberta work program, which of course is $59 million over four years to support skill training for Albertans who are unemployed or marginally employed. But we've also got the training for work program, which just this year's budget alone had another $33 million in it. We have a Canada-Alberta job grant, which has $26.9 million. In these estimates, and this is six million in funding from the Alberta at Work. The First Nations and Aboriginal Training uh, to Employment, 5.8 million. We're seeing that that's a a large population that is underemployed, and uh, we want to work on that. And of course, Workforce Partnership Grants of 4 million, and Income Support for Learners of 3.7 million. We've seen that there's some underemployed Albertans, and we want to make sure we get them in the workforce and to participate as they want to. And we're trying to make sure that we uh, do as much as we can to train Albertans in many, many skills, including trades and in SAIT and NATE and other technical colleges, polytechnical. Um, you know, I had an opportunity recently to go through SAIT and Red Deer Polytechnic and my goodness gracious, they're, they're equipped and they're ready to train folks. And I think it's about making sure that rising tides lift all boats and the more people we train in Alberta, the better Alberta is competitively with the rest of Canada and the rest of the world. And truly, um, I understand some of the dilemmas you're going through right now, but we're doing everything we can to train people in the trades that are for tomorrow, as well as keeping them employed today. And our technology uh, and our scientists and, and universities are doing just that. They're doing a great job. Thanks for your question.
0: Thanks again, ministers, and thanks for that great question. Our next um, our next question is coming in similar in uh, in the same topic, and I know that because it comes from Chris in Lethbridge, and Chris has asked for me to read this one out loud, so uh, I'll go ahead. What kind of plan is there for new entrepreneurs? Um, What kind of funding is available for new business owners? Um, Yeah, so great question from Chris in Lethbridge. Minister Madhu, please go ahead. Uh,
2: Thank you uh, so much, uh, uh, Chris, and I think this is very similar to the question that Benji asked, support for uh, uh, small businesses and new business owners. From the government perspective uh, Benji, we want small businesses to do well In Alberta, we have always been of the view as a government that small businesses are the backbone of the Alberta economy. In fact, the vast majority of our people are employed uh, by small business owners. So we do want you guys to do well. Uh, We have ATB in terms of business loans. uh, ATB have a mandate to work with small businesses across Alberta, rural, rural and urban, uh, to provide them with low interest uh, uh, business loans, not just business loans, but also to work with them to figure out, to determine what their needs are, and how they can work with them to scale up their operations and expand their businesses. We also have, um, um, like in the department, in Minister Jean's department, uh, I used to be the former minister of labor and immigration, we had the uh, programs where we work with uh, industry partners, uh, post-secondary institutions, uh, to, to figure out how best to support small businesses, uh, to make sure that they have the support, the work, the skilled workers that they need. In fact, right now, that is my focus as the Minister of Skilled Trade and Professions. I am working with industry uh, partners, with post-secondary institutions to make sure that we have, we, we expand seats in post-secondary institutions, that we have programs to support, that support the skilled trade from where most of the skilled trades uh, comes from. So I do want to assure you that that we are doing everything we can uh, to lay the foundation uh, for us to be able to have the skilled workers that small businesses, employers across the province need. And I will encourage you, you know, to uh, contact ATB or to uh, get in touch with my department or Minister James' department to see how further we can help you. Thank you so much.
1: Yes, thanks for that. And, and please, please, for those people listening, I know we've had. A couple of questions about entrepreneurs and small businesses and proprietorships. Well, please go to alberta.ca. Search for small business resources. Go to Business Link, Biz connect, b i z connect Futurepreneur is also another opportunity for you. Go to futurepreneur.ca. There are lots of opportunities available that are supported by the Alberta government. Lots of opportunities for training, for developing new skills and people to grow their careers and also for them to grow their businesses. We know that a lot of things that are missing on new businesses are proper training and under financial capitalized. But uh, we can help with a lot of that. But please, go to Alberta.ca and, and search for your resource opportunities.
0: Thanks again, Ministers, and thanks for all the questions. Um, One of the things I can do in the back end is to see some questions that are coming in that are very similar to each other. And so this is a question that the combination of questions I've received is from Minister Sani. And it's been a common theme tonight where folks are asking about uh, the supports that are available for Ukrainian newcomers. So um, it's not a direct quote from a specific person, but there's been several folks on here that have said, hey, where are they? I can't find the info. Can you please just share a little bit more about that? So thanks so much for those questions. And uh Minister Soni, over to you.
3: Yes, well well, thank you for that. And um I'm I'm sad to hear that people can't find those supports online. They uh, we have a government page. It's uh alberta.ca backslash Ukraine. And that is a comprehensive page that has been um an inclusion of all the government supports that have been offered to date. And I'll just quickly go over some of those pieces, just more of the recent announcements. We've um, announced more than $7 million in budget 2023 for language and settlement supports. I recently announced more than $4 million in additional supports for Ukrainian temporary residents who first land here and need a hotel to stay at or they have transportation needs. We have funded um, some of the Settlement agencies and, uh, you know, I mentioned these organizations before to provide additional support. Food banks have received more funding to be able to help out in this area. And just recently we announced the um, startup of the helpline. I will make sure that that information is available to everybody who is looking to understand how to access that helpline. I don't have the number at my fingertips, but. Certainly anybody who's listening, that helpline, the languages that are spoken include Ukrainian and Russian, and it covers all of the supports offered by the government of Alberta in a one stop shopping, for lack of a better word, but anybody can call this number and they'll get all the information that they need for those supports. So please do go visit our website and you will be able to find all of this information. And actually my chief of staff was here and she gave me the number for the helpline. It is one eight 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 so 1101 So please do spread the word that this helpline is open for Ukrainian temporary residents or host families if they want to find out more information about Government of Alberta supports. Thank you for that question.
2: Thank you, Minister Sunny. Let me also add that uh, from my ministry perspective, we do recognize the importance of helping Ukrainian nationals who are here or coming to Alberta to build important foundational skills so that they can find jobs, support their families, and contribute to Alberta's growing economy. My ministry uh, has allocated $1.1 million in direct new funding to support English language support for newcomers from Ukraine $600,000 Six hundred thousand of this will go to post-secondary partners that are still to be determined to provide pre-arrival, online English language programs for Ukrainian nationals who are coming to Alberta. The other six hundred thousand dollars is included in advanced education target, but is controlled by my ministry. The remaining five hundred thousand dollars will be invested in community agencies who have who have demand for English language training as well. I also want to say that I, I was pleased to announce at the end of February that Alberta will be temporarily expanding the apprenticeship eligibility policy to allow Ukrainian nationals who are in Alberta as, a tempor- as temporary residents to study and work as apprenticeships in 57 apprenticeship education programs. I also announced $12,000 in additional support to the City of Redia Library Board for Community Adult Learning program to assist Ukrainian newcomers as well. So I know Ms. Sunny has done a great deal of work in this particular area. She is responsible for coordinating all of government response. I do want to assure that we are all committed to making sure that Ukrainian newcomers in our province have the support that they need. Thank you.
1: And uh, Minister Jean here, I just want to say again, Alberta.ca search Support for Ukrainians. You'll find information there. But you know, I had an interesting opportunity to meet a lady by the name of Sheila Musgrove, and uh, she's actually done a book uh, in Ukrainian called Hired, uh, just Hired, and in, in English as well. She's here from Alberta. Um, she lives in Alberta, and she's Ukrainian uh, originally. But she she has got a book, and she does seminars, and she's hopefully going to go across the province talking about how to help Ukrainians in particular improve their resumes, improve hiring. And we're looking at an opportunity right now on how we can encourage her to do so so do look up the book hired i'm not uh, i don't get paid a a a piece on every copy sold but i do uh, i do have a copy of her book it's an excellent book and as i said i don't read ukrainian but it is in ukrainian as well helps you with your resume and how to get hired i really encourage it
0: thanks again ministers for all those answers our very next question is um, another one that they've asked for me to read it comes from andy and Tabor. And Andy asks, um, how are you helping companies fill the much-needed labor gaps that they might have?
2: Mr. Madu? Sure. I can begin, and then Mr. Jin can supplement. Um, uh, thank you, Andy, uh, for your question. Uh, the, it is the number one problem that I hear from employers in, across our province nowadays, uh, they are looking for uh, skilled workers uh, to fill the vacant jobs that they have. Uh, one of the things we are doing, Andy, is that we are providing, we are working with our industry partners, with our post-secondary institutions uh, to make sure that we better understand the type of skills that employers are looking for, the type of job vacancies out there, so that we can expand the uh, seats uh, in our post-secondary institutions to make sure that we are training the workers that we need uh, we are also investing in some of our partner of, our organizations uh, to make sure that they are working with our partners who are looking to reskill or upscale you know, their skills uh, or to, uh, to improve their certification so that they, they can be better prepared for not just the jobs that the are looking for right now, but for the jobs of tomorrow. We are also eliminating red tape and removing barriers uh, to interprovincial employment, I, I I indicated earlier on that I just proclaimed the labour mobility act that would help uh, skilled workers in anywhere in this country come to Alberta, get licensed in their chosen profession with ease. That would help a long way in in filling those job job uh, vacancies that we have in Alberta. You know, we also in in 2019. Uh, I passed the firm Registration Practices Act that would help foreign-term professionals uh, get to their chosen profession right here in Alberta. We opened the Fairness for Newcomers office. In March of this year, we held the second Premier Summit on Fairness for Newcomers. In all of this, is just making sure that whilst we invest in Albertans who are here right now, who are schooled here, looking for employment here, provide the resources that they need. We also know that we would need uh, those who are outside of our province and overseas to come to Alberta to help us. So we are investing in the right places. I I am
1: optimistic about the future of our province. Yeah, thanks, Andy. And, And you know what? The first thing we're making sure we do is we're listening to employers. We're listening to industry. We're making sure that we get it right because you know, these tax dollars that people pay, it's a lot of money and people work hard for it. And Albertans work hard for it and they deserve to get the right investment for the right things. So we're making sure that, you know, for example, WestJet and De Havilland, who are two major players in the aviation sector in Canada, are now, you know, increasing their fleet sizes. They're making sure they're making strategic investments to come to Alberta. De Havilland, first of all, is moving to Alberta and creating a, an amazing hub just outside of Calgary, just to the east of Calgary. And we're excited about that. But we've now we've got aviation investments and we've made aviation investments in Alberta because it's very strategic right now to to be part of that and uh what we're then doing is making sure we deal with registration uh, le- legislation and regulation and curtail those to meet the satisfaction of the industry and we're making sure that the money that we have goes through the proper vetting processes of course with uh, cabinets and and making sure that we do the investment properly This, unfortunately, takes time, and sometimes people don't see results immediately. But I will tell you that we want to make sure we aim properly, and then when we shoot, we shoot and we hit our target, and our target will be to get more Albertans employed in better jobs so they can have a better quality of life, and they continue to have Alberta as the best place to live, to work, and to play in the entire world, and that's what we're doing. So we're making sure we identify those gaps, we fill those gaps with training, we listen to the industry to do it right and we make sure that after we've done it, we have supports there to make sure things are done properly. Thank you.
3: Hey, Andy, I've uh, spent some time in Tabor in my previous life in oil and gas, It's just such a beautiful part of the province, and and I know that the other ministers have talked about some of the tools that we're using in government to tackle the labor shortage, and we hear it from everyone across the province that this is a significant issue for employers. Now, we do have additional seats in some of our post-secondary institutions to try to make sure that we have more graduates um, coming into the workforce that are going to fill some of these uh, labor key sectors uh, where we are having these uh, labor shortages. But from my portfolio, I've already spoken about the Alberta Advantage Immigration Program, and we have more nomination certificates so we can sponsor or have more people coming into the province that we can that we can nominate so that they can fill some of these key issues. But we also have this one program called the Rural Renewal Stream. Not sure if you are aware of it. I'm not 100% sure if Tabor is a designated community. But once you become a designated community, it will it's easier for employers who are living in that community to actually find somebody who could fill key sectors. Uh, where we have these shortages. So I would encourage you to check out our website on the Alberta Advantage Immigration Program to see if uh, there's any stream within our program that resonates with you and your needs and the needs of your community. And uh, and get in touch with us, get in touch with the department, ask questions, and uh, hopefully we can help you out. That's just one tool that's available. The other ministers had discussed all of the other avenues. Thanks for the question, Andy.
0: Thanks again, Ministers, and thank you everyone who's participated tonight asking questions and sharing great dialogue. Um, It's now time for me to uh, draw attention to the end of the meeting and ask each of the Ministers if they have any closing remarks or reflections on tonight's dialogue that they'd like to share. Minister Sani, would you like to go first?
3: Yes, thank you very much. I would just like to express gratitude to all of those who are on the phone tonight, and who are listening in to this conversation on budget 2023. There are a number of questions around labor shortages, on how to find job opportunities. We had some questions around post secondary. Uh, there was a newly graduated teacher who was asking about how do we encourage high school students in, in finding those skilled jobs. So, great, great questions today. And I think I just want to really emphasize that. There are so many resources within the government of Alberta, and oftentimes many people don't know about these resources. But please do take the time to navigate through our site, go through the Alberta supports, Alberta Works. There's a number of uh, resources available for small businesses and entrepreneurs, for women. When we're talking about women's economic recovery in the social services sector, for people who are looking for job opportunities, Please do take that time because there's a wealth of knowledge and resources available to Albertans. So I just want to just end um, just by saying that, and once again, a heartfelt thank you to everybody who joined this evening. Thank you.
2: Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, KC Murray here, Minister of Skill, Trade and Professions, and Deputy Premier. I just wanted to thank the people of Southern Alberta who have joined us tonight from all corners of our province. For the work that you do in your various communities in in building our communities in building your businesses in your communities to, to support our Albertans and folks in your communities, I do want you to know that your government is working hard every single day uh, to make sure that the Albertans uh, advantage uh, stays with us. Our economy is booming right now. Uh, employers are looking for workers and that is a good problem to have you know we want to make sure that we have the strongest most diverse most functional creative economy in this country and so we are very much aware also that there are a lot of people who are who are hurting right now even in the midst of the boom that we are seeing in our economy and it is the place of this uh, government to make sure that they come up with programs that help people uh, you know who are going through hard times it, uh, from my ministry perspective, I just want to assure that we, we continue to work with our post secondary institutions, industry partners, uh, to make sure that the, the skilled workers, the, 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 that the employers are going to need, are going to be there for them. So thank you so much to everyone for your very thoughtful questions tonight.
1: Yes, thank you to everybody. I know you have better things to do on a Tuesday than listen to three politicians, but the truth is we want to answer your questions. It's important for us that you know what we're doing because we work for you. And part of that work for you is to make sure that you don't pay the $20 billion that you would pay in any other province in Canada. And you don't because you live in Alberta, because you have a government that cares, that wants to keep the low taxes that we have, that wants to make sure that we have no PST, that wants to ensure that we have low red tape that businesses can find their opportunities and keep comparatively low housing costs so that everybody can afford a home. Now, there's other things that I can talk about, and I am to do that. I've talked a little bit about the labour force participation rate at 70%, the employment rate at 65.9%. These are the best in Canada. This government has created over the last three and a half years, 137,000 private sector jobs. That's why part of the reason we came in with the affordability act was to keep inflation rates lower for those people that can't take care of themselves sometimes they need the opportunity to have government step in for them and we're doing that because inflation has been out of control because of things beyond our control and that's why the alberta government stepped up and that's why we have the lowest inflation rate in canada and that's also why we have venture capital investment that has hit a record for the third year in a row capital investment record of 63.6 billion dollars the highest since January 2015, the highest per capita in Canada, by the way, and our per capita GDP at $72,000. That is also the highest in Canada. We have record sales in manufacturing, record sales in retail, in wholesale, in restaurant sales. That is good news, and, and we're doing everything we can to make sure that we have a great economy, to make sure Albertans are trained and upscaled in the certain jobs that they want, and to keep our universities at the pinnacle of world class so that we can make sure that we always deliver the best to Albertans. Thank you for your time, and uh, God bless Alberta.
0: Thanks so much, Ministers, and thanks again to absolutely everyone who listened tonight, and for all of your really great questions. On behalf of all of us, we say thank you and good night.